Then we'll take the point, the next point, point number 58, insha'Allah, something different. The saying of At-Tahawi, rahimahullah, وَالرُّؤْيَةُ حَقٌ لِأَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ بِغَيْرِ إِحَاطَةٍ وَلَا كَيْفِيَّةٍ And seeing Allah by the people of paradise is true without their encompassing Him and without us knowing how it will be. And the ru'ya, the seeing Allah, that is, by the people of paradise is true. Without their encompassing him, and without us knowing how it will be. Without us knowing the kafir, without us knowing how that will be. And just with regard to this point, to show the importance of this point, obviously all the points are important, but just as further emphasis, then in the larger explanation of Ibn Abil Izz, Ibn Abil Iz said with regard to this point, this matter is one of the noblest matters from the principles of the religion and from the most tremendous of them. And it is the limit which those people who strive, strive for, and those people who vie, vie for. In this point, the seeing of Allah. Seeing Allah, the Most High, and the Day of Resurrection. And he said, And those will be deprived. Those who are screened away from their Lord, they will be truly deprived. Those who are turned away from his door. Stressing the importance of this, this matter, the ru'ya, seeing Allah on the day of resurrection. This is one of the greatest of the matters from the fundamentals of the religion. And this is a great goal which people who strive, strive for, to attain this seeing Allah. And those who are deprived of it are truly deprived, in the fullest sense of the word deprived. Those who are screened away from seeing Allah. May Allah save us from that. So then, Shaykh al-Fawzan said ar-ru'ya the seeing means the believers seeing their lord the perfect and most high in the term in the arabic is just ar-ru'ya the seeing when it's used in the books of aqidah here like this this term ar-ru'ya is used with the meaning as he said meaning the believers seeing their lord the perfect and most high because the believers will see their Lord, the perfect and most high, in the hereafter. In the hereafter. They will see him openly with their eyes. Just as they see the moon on the night when it is full. And just as they see the sun bright and clear when there is no cloud cover to hide it. <coughs> Just 
as the chosen Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam al Mustafa, just as the chosen Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam informed about in the authentic and mutawatir ahadith from him alayhi salatu wassalam then in a footnote they mention one of these hadith they say from they mention from from Jirir ibn Abdullah al-Bajali radiyallahu anhu who said kunna 'inda an-nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam fanadhara ila al-qamari laylata yani al-badr faqal innakum satarawna rabbakum kama tarawna hadha al-qamar la tudamuna fi ru'yatihi and from Jarir ibn Abdullah al-Bajali radiyallahu anhu said we were with the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he looked at the moon on the night when it was full and he said you will certainly see your lord just as you see this moon you will not be put to trouble in seeing him Hadith reported by Al-Bukhari as Hadith 554 and by Muslim. And just a side point, some of the, ex- the explainers make the point in case someone misunderstands that this Hadith affirms seeing Allah truly and really just as we truly and really see the moon and the sun. It doesn't mean that the, the way in which or that, that we, it's a description of the way in which Allah will be seen is like the way in which the moon and sun are seen. The, what is being seen is means Allah being seen is like the moon and sun being seen. No. Rather, that just as you truly and clearly see the sun and moon, then likewise you will truly see Allah. Then back to the point. Then Sheikh of Awzan in the explanation said, continuing. And so therefore the author said Arru'yatu haqq The seeing is haqq, is true The seeing is true Shaykh al-Fawzan said meaning It is affirmed by the book And the sunnah And the ijma' The book is affirmed by the book And by the sunnah And by the consensus Of the people of the sunnah and the jama'ah From the salaf from the predecessors and from the khalaf, from the later peoples. Nobody disagrees about that except for the mubtadi'ah, except for the innovators and the people of the deviant ways. At this point, we'll just mention something else that Ibn Abdul Iz mentions as the Shaykh Al-Fawzan said here, nobody differs about this. With regard to the believers seeing Allah on the day of resurrection, then the book proves it, the sunnah proves it, and there is ijma, total consensus of the people of the sunnah upon it. He mentioned only the deviants, the innovators, disagree. Ibn Abil Iz mentions who they are. He said, the ones who disagree and differ about seeing, they are the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila, Yet again, the same two sects, the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila, and those who followed them from the Khawarij and the Imamiyyah. 
mean the Shia. And their saying is false and futile, and it is re rejected by the book and the Sunnah. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan continued with the explanation saying, So the believers will see their Lord, the perfect and most high, just as he, the perfect, said, وُجُوهٌ يَوْمَئِذٍ نَاظِرَةٌ إِلَى رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَةٌ Surah Al-Qiyamah, the 75th Surah, Ayahs 22 and 23. With the explanation that on the Day of Resurrection, on that day, some faces will be radiant, looking at their Lord. Sheikh Al-Fawzan said, and they are the faces of the believers. So he quoted the first ayah as a proof for seeing for the believers seeing Allah on the day of resurrection. <coughs> so he said, the wujuh, the first ayah, wujuhun yawma nadira. Some faces on, the, on that day will be radiant. He said, they are the faces of the believers. And the second ayah, ila rabbiha nadira. Looking at their Lord. Sheikh Fawzan then said, As for the word in the first ayah, Nadira, the faces will be radiant. He said, meaning, from anadra, this is from radiance, which means brilliance and beauty. This has been a description of the faces of the believers. Then he gives another ayah, again describing the faces of the believers. تَعَرِفُ فِي وُجُوهِهِمْ نَظْرَةَ النَّعِيمِ Surah Al-Mutaffifin, the 83rd Surah, Ayah 24. With the explanation, you will recognize upon their faces the radiance of bliss. So it's another ayah that mentions the radiance of the faces of the believers. Like the ayah from Surah Al-Qiyamah. Then he goes to the second part of the original ayah, Surah Al-Qiyamah, the 23rd ayah. And as for the second ayah, إِلَىٰ رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَةً Looking at their Lord, he said, as for nadira, looking, then it means looking with the eyes. Looking with the eyes. You say, نَظَرْتُ إِلَىٰ كَذَا I looked upon such and such. When you mean I saw it. Absartuhu. I looked upon it, mean I saw it. Then, Sheikh Al-Fawzan makes a language point here and says, another, the term another, usually with the meaning of looking, as occurs here. He said, the term another, it has different usages. In the book of Allah, the mighty and majestic. And then he mentions three different usages for this term. Obviously the point, one of the points the Sheikh is making here is that some people of innovation, sometimes they try and use a word and they say it's used one certain way and they try and make it always be used that one certain way. So the Sheikh is making clear here, this word here, another looking, has different usages in the book of Allah, the mighty and majestic. And he makes three different mentions three different usages. Firstly, 
if it is used with the term illa, towards or to, I mean looking towards or looking to, then it means al-ma'ayana bil-absar. It means seeing with the eyes. And he gives an example of that. أَفَلَا يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبْلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ وَإِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ Surah Al-Ghashiyah, the 88th Surah, Ayahs 17 and 18. With the explanation, Will they not look upon the camels, at how they have been created, and at the sky, and how it has been raised, so in the ayah, afala yanzuruna. So the term nazar is used with a ila. Afala yanzuruna ila ibili. Will they not look upon the camels at how they have been created, and at the and wa ila again the ila is used, and at the sky and how it has been raised. Sheikh Al Fawzan says it's the first usage of the of the nazar with the meaning of looking when the term ila is used with it when the Particle illa is used. Sheikh Al-Fawzan said, meaning, Will they not look with their eyes at these amazing parts of the creation which prove the power and ability of Allah the Mighty and Majestic? So this is the first usage of nadhar, looking when the term is used with nadhar and illa. Looking at, looking upon. Then it means, as he said, looking with the eyes, looking and seeing. The Shaykh said, that's the usage in this ayah. And in this ayah, إِلَىٰ رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَ The ayah that is under discussion here, Surah Al-Qiyamah, ayah 23. إِلَىٰ رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَ Looking at their Lord. The Shaykh said, using the term إِلَىٰ so that's the first usage of the of the nazar in the Quran of looking in the Quran. It means looking when it's used with ila nazar ila means looking and seeing. As occurs in this ayah, looking at the looking at their Lord. Then he said, bringing the second usage. And when nazar is used on its own, without any intermediate particle, then it means halting. And waiting. And then in this case, nadar, when there's no particle illa, no particle along with it, it's just nadar. Then it means halting and waiting. <coughs> and he gives an ayah to prove this. Yawmi yaqoolul munafiquna wal munafiqatu lilladhina amanun dhuruna naqtabis min nurikum. Suratul Hadid, the 57th surah, ayah 13. With the explanation, on the day when the male and female hypocrites will say to those who believe, Unduruna, wait for us, so that we can acquire some of your light. So this term is used here, nadr is mentioned here, without any particle along with it. Unduruna, wait for us. As the Sheikh said, Unduruna means intadiruna, wait for us. 
He said, they're saying this, meaning, so that we can, so that we can derive some light from your light. This is what the hypocrites will say to the believers on the day of resurrection. Wait for us so that we can derive some light from your light. Because the hypocrites, their light will be extinguished. And Allah's refuge is sought. So they will remain in darkness. So therefore they will seek from the believers to wait for them until they can take some light from their light. So this is the second usage of another in the Quran. Another with no illa along with it, no particle along with it, just another. Then it means waiting and halting. And he gives another ayah with this usage. He said, And his saying, He the Most High, هَلْ يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَأْتِيَهُمُ اللَّهِ Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah 210. With the explanation, Do they but await that Allah should come to them? هَلْ يَنْظُرُونَ Do they but await? Again, nadhar is used with no particle along with it, just nadhar. يَنْظُرُونَ do they but await that Allah should come to them? Shaykh al-Fawzan said, meaning, they do not await except the coming of the Lord on the day of resurrection to carry out judgment between his slaves. So this is the second usage of another in the Quran, when it's not used with any particle along with it, just another, just the noun or the verb, another with no particle along with it. Then it means waiting and halting. Then he brings the third usage. He said, and when it is used, when nother is used with the particle fi into, then it means at tafakkur and al i'atibar. When nother looking is used with the term fi into, look mean looking into something. Then he said, then it carries the meaning of reflecting. And considering. And he gives a proof of that. He said, just as Allah the Most High said, Awalam yanduru fi malakutis samawati wal ard. Suratul A'raf, the seventh surah, ayah 185. With the explanation, will they not reflect upon the dominion of the heavens and the earth? Shaykh al Fawzan said, Meaning, reflect upon those things created by Allah in the heavens and upon the earth. And take this as a proof for the power and ability of Allah, the Creator. He, the Perfect and Most High. And of His being deserving of all worship. So here, Shaykh Al-Fawzan has mentioned the three different usages of nadhar, looking or waiting or reflecting in the Qur'an. Just to summarize, if firstly he said, if it's used with, if nadhar occurs with illa, then it's taken to mean looking at, looking and seeing. Looking at something, seeing something. Secondly, if it's not used with a particle at all, it's just on its own, the verb or noun on its own, then it means waiting and halting. And thirdly, if it's used with the particle fi, looking into something, and it carries the meaning considering and reflecting. 
Then he says, Al-Hasil, so in summary, that nadhar here, I mean, in the, because what's on discussion is these ayah proving that the believers will see Allah, the ayah from Surah Al-Qiyamah, ila rabbiha nadhira, the believers will be looking at their Lord. So Shaykh Al-Fawzan said, so here another is used with the particle illa, looking at, and its meaning is ar-ru'ya wal-mu'ayana, seeing and seeing with the eyes. In other words, the Shaykh is making the point here that if, if some innovator comes along and says, no, it another or doesn't always mean looking and seeing. It can sometimes mean waiting, or it can sometimes mean such and such. Then the Sheikh has given you the principle here. When another means looking and seeing, and when it means waiting, and when it means reflecting. Depending on which particle is used along with it, or if there's no particle along with it. And in this ayah, as we saw, the particle illa is used. It means looking and seeing. The believers will see Allah. Then he gives another ayah in the explanation as proof of this, as proof of the believers seeing Allah. He said, And he, the perfect and most high, said, لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُ الْحُسْنَى وَزِيَادَةً He said, He, the perfect and most high, said, The ayah from Surah Yunus, the tenth surah, ayah 26. With the rough Literal word, literal translation, or rough literal meaning, for those who did well in the world, or as Tabari put it, for those who did well in the world, there will be the finest reward, waziyada, and an increase. For those believers who did well, who worshipped Allah well in the world, then in the hereafter. There will be the finest reward for them, al-husna, waziyada, and an increase. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself explained the term al-husna, the finest, to mean paradise. And he explained al-ziyada to mean looking at the honorable face of Allah. And this occurs in Sahih Muslim. In a footnote they mention, Muslim reports it as Hadith 181. In the book of Iman from Sahih Muslim. And also reported by Tirmidhi. So this is a tafsir of the, tafsir of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself explained this ayah. That the meaning of the ayah is, for those who did well, the believers who did well in the world, they will receive al-husna, they will receive paradise. Waziyada, and an increase, he said, looking at the honorable face of Allah. This is the tafsir of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This is the second ayah proving that the believers will see Allah. Then he gives a third ayah. He said, and he, the Most High, said, Lahumma yasha'una fiha. وَلَدَيْنَا مزيد. Surah Qaf, the 50th Surah, Ayah 35. With the explanation, 
and usually if the explanations I give usually is taken from Tabari it's just what Tabari gives as explanation of the ayah so for explanation those who are dutiful to Allah will have whatever they wish in paradise and we have something extra for them Shaykh Fawzan said Al-Mazid again this term Al-Mazid something extra he said it is looking at the honourable face of Allah so it's another ayah affirming the believers will see Allah then the Shaykh quotes a fourth ayah in this regard he said and he the most high said about the unbelievers the kuffar kalla innahum an rabbihim yawma'idhin lamahjubun surah al-mutaffifin the 83rd surah ayah 15 with the explanation but no on that day the unbelievers will be blocked and screened away from their lord sheikh al-fawzan said so if the unbelievers are screened away from Allah, not seeing Him, because they disbelieved in this world, so then they will be screened and prevented from looking upon Him on the day of resurrection. And this is the greatest deprivation and the greatest punishment and Allah's refuge is sought. Amen. So then the Shaykh makes the point, obviously the question arises, how is this an ayah, a proof that the believers will see Allah? It's mentioned that the unbelievers will be blocked and screened away from seeing Allah. The question is there, how is it a proof the believers will see Allah? Shaykh al-Fawzan said, so the ayah proves that the believers will not be blocked and screened away from Allah on the day of resurrection. And that they will indeed look upon him in the hereafter. Because they believed in him in this world. Not having seen him. Rather they took as proof for him, he the perfect, they took as proof for him his signs and his messages sent to his messengers. So therefore Allah will honour them with looking upon him on the day of resurrection. Likewise, some of the explainers in tafsir, they mention that this ayah is indeed a proof, as like Ibn Kathir and others, they mention this ayah is a proof that the believers will see Allah because it mentions the punishment of the unbelievers. The, the great, one of the, the greatest punishment of the unbelievers is they'll be blocked and screened away and not allowed to see Allah. So this is mentioned in the context of punishment of them. So then, if the saying of the innovators was correct, that the believers won't see Allah either, then how will it be a punishment just for the unbelievers? It won't be a special punishment for the unbelievers, it will be the same for the believers. So be no, it would be no punishment. But the ayah is mentioned in the context of punishment. That they'll be punished by being blocked from seeing Allah. So the ayah is indeed, as the people of the Sunnah say, is indeed a proof that the believers will see Allah. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said, another and looking upon the face of Allah, the mighty and majestic, is the greatest bliss in paradise. This is the position of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And these 
are some of their proofs from the Qur'an. In the ayahs we've just had, these are just some of their proofs from the Qur'an for that. Then he moves on and said, As for their proofs from the Sunnah, then they are very many. Indeed, they reach the level of mutawatir. They reach the level of being reported by a very large number of people at every stage of transmission. From the companions, tabi'een, and every level down. He said they reach the level of being mutawatir. As was said by the great scholar Ibn al-Qayyim in his valuable book, Hadi al-Arwah ila bilad al-Afrah. And he quoted the ahadith reported about seeing Allah. I mean seeing Allah by the believers on the day of resurrection. And that they meet, they reach the level of being mutawatir. And from them, Shaykh just mentions one of them. He said, and from them is his saying, alayhi salatu wassalam, innakum satarawna rabbakum yawm al-qiyamah, kama tarawna al-qamara laylat al-badr, wa kama tarawna al-shamsa, Sahwan Laysadunaha Sahab La Tudamuna fi Ruyatihi Aw La Tadamuna fi Ruyatihi The saying of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam You will certainly see your Lord on the day of resurrection just as you see the moon on the night when it is full and just as you see the sun Bright and clear, not being covered over by clouds. And he said, You will not be put to trouble in seeing him, or you will not have to rush and crowd together to see him. In a footnote, they mentioned this hadith reported by Al Bukhari, and it's from a hadith of Abu Hurairah, radiallahu an. Reported by Al Bukhari as hadith 554. And hadith 806 and hadith 7434, and also by Muslim. And Muslim reports it with the wording, Tadaruna. You will not cause harm to anyone to see him. They explain the same meaning, you won't have to crush and rush together to see him. Everyone in their own place will be able to see Allah. As indeed Shaykh Fawzan said, he said, meaning, the last part of the hadith, لا تضامون في رؤيته You will not have to rush and crush together to see him. Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning, you will not have to scramble and crowd to see Allah the Mighty and Majestic. Because every single one will see the Lord, each person remaining at his place, without any crowding or scrambling. Just as the people see the sun and the moon, without having to scramble and crowd. And the Sheikh said, because usually, if there is something upon the earth which is hidden, then the people have to scramble to get to see it. However, if it is something raised up, like the sun and the moon, then they do not have to crowd and scramble to see it. Everyone can see it, while he still remains at his place. And if this is the case with regard to something created, the sun and the moon, then how about the creator, the perfect and most high? 
Walhamdulillah wa sallallahu ala Muhammad. And that's the first half of the explanation of this point. Then the Shaykh carries on to mention about those sects who deny the seeing seeing Allah. So we'll leave it there until next time.